0: No my Awkward Talks. My name is Izzy. And I'm Kay,
1: and we're two musicians from Wellington, Aotearoa, here to discuss what really goes on in the New Zealand
0: music industry. That's right. Each week we host open and awkward conversations with musicians, producers, technicians, and other well-known practitioners in the industry. This
1: podcast is about creating a safe space to help each other out and call each other out. No topic
0: is too awkward. Welcome to Awkward Talks.
1: Show sign, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, my, hooking my. Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Talks. I am, of course, Izzy, or, or like not of course, if you're tuning in for the first time. <laughs> um, but I am joined by none other than Kay, Kayla. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out.
1: Burn that. Um, <laughs> kia ora, Izzy. Um, I'm here to obviously be on the podcast Um just our guest sense. this week. I'm the guest. Is this a
0: really bad intro? Should we start again? No, let's, okay, let's cool. keep it going. We'll keep, we'll yeah, keep this No, um,
1: but I'm here to introduce um, a really cool person, a self-made artist and musician, uh, the lead singer of Tahini Bikini, funnily enough. <laughs> um, this is Madeline Taylor. Hello, Maddie. Kyoto.
0: Hello, Madel- Madeline. Um, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said
1: Kayla, so I was like, "Well, we if we're busting full out." Name? You can, full you first can name. use my full name. Okay, sure. you guys
0: can call me Isabel this episode.
1: <laughs> just to make formal it fair. talks. All right. Madel- yeah. we, so here today we have Kayla, Isabel, and Madeline. Oh God. God.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm in the principal. I know.
1: <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, let's get into the this interview. Is what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> Maddie, you are. I would like to say, a founding, mm. a founding father. Yes, if you will, (laughs) of awkward talks. (laughs) (laughs) So, for those of you who haven't, who don't know us, Mm -hmm. which I hope is like lots of people, I would love to know that lots of like random strangers are out there listening to this because that seems safer than people that I know.
1: Well, I've been trying to smile more in public because I have that. I have that. (laughs) Just in case. No, because I've been approached, and so have you. Yeah, and so I need to. I need to have a smile because otherwise, I do not look inviting. I've seen it; it's not good. But
0: oh. That's anyway. Fun. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Um Maddie is like one of the biggest reasons why Awkward Talks exists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awkward Talks was kind of born in the San Fran green room. And I was talking to Maddie about, you know, how I did a whole degree in music and Um, I often actually found that, like, having a conversation with... Actually, having a conversation with Maddie, I learned more in that conversation than I feel like I did in, like, a week worth of lectures. Mm. And that kind of sparked in my brain being, like... I don't know what I was saying, (laughs) Like, that's some good shit. You should have recorded that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, I came up, I just was like, we need to do something with all of this collective knowledge. And then Maddie being the like amazing actioner that she is, mm. threw together a group chat of names that honestly, when I saw it in this group chat, I was like s- so terrified by the <laughs> caliber of some of these people in this group chat. Like poor Nicky legends, mm. but also New Zealand music industry legends, and was like, let's make this happen. And that really lit a fire under my ass. And then Kay slid in my DMs and was like, "Hey, I feel like I chatted to you there to help out. Yeah, you. Yeah, you probably yeah. had a yarn. Yeah, I think yeah. we like had a yarn about it in think, passing. Yeah, I think I showed up it was like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do some things.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, like I've got some things to draw. Essentially, yeah. like that yeah. was the main thing. I was like, yeah. yeah, I'll
0: help you do designs. Yeah, and here um, we are. Now who I am, Maddie. Did yeah. you ever think that that conversation would lead to an entire podcast with yeah. you being on it, and then an interview I for it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <gasps> yeah. Episode so for, thirteen. You know, I was like, she's go-getter.
0: She's she's a happen." <laughs> she's a go-getter. <laughs> oh, I appreciate the oh, confidence. You are a
2: go-getter. You oh. both are go-getters, oh,
0: actually. Guys.
2: Yeah. That's right. so
0: sweet. <laughs> okay.
1: All right, so now we've we've done the we've done the warm fuzzy. How we, we how we yeah. all bond um bonded and kind of helped form this little baby we this call little awkward talks. Brainchild. Um but let's get into the guest. Um, where did you come from? Where'd you go, Cotton, Eye, Cotton Joe. Eye Joe? So, Maddie, can you give us a little spiel as to where you come from and how that's made you who you are today?
2: Okay, so I grew up in the Wadarapa. Um, I've come from quite a big family. Um, they're all super creative in different ways, um, and I wanted to do music. For a long time, but I was real shy about it. Also, because um, some of my family in Australia are pretty like amazing musicians, so it's kind of like I don't know if I can even like. <laughs> who's your
1: Who's your family in Australia?
2: Um, probably more of the old, slightly older generation will know um, of her, um, Jenny Morris. She's she doesn't really sing anymore, but she was a quite big in the nineties and like. I don't know, and her sister, I can't remember her name. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Jenny Morris. Shout yeah. Um, and, yeah, she, I I don't know that side of the family that well, but I've met her a couple of times. She's real lovely. Um, but, yeah, so quite intimidating mm. in that regard. So I kind of, for ages, was like, oh, no, nah, you know, like, I don't know, it's this weird thing of, like, where it's like, oh, but, like, someone else in my family's already doing that, and they're, like, mm. mean at it, and it's like, <laughs> it's almost like, like, I think, I think I'm like kind of copy them? like yeah. kind of weird mindset. I don't know what that is about. Maybe it's like tall poppy syndrome mm. thing that was like, yeah, an issue for ages. But then I guess I just got over it when COVID happened because I was like, I actually really want to do this and mm. I like – it's kind of a waste of my life if I don't pursue the thing I'm really passionate about because I'm like – Worried that I don't know, people are going to think it's like weird that I'm trying to do that, or mm. which mm. of course they don't at all. My family mm. are like super supportive, and they're mm. like, Yeah, it makes sense that you'd want to do that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know where I got that yeah. weird fear from, but society
1: probably society, society. Yeah. society at large that that always happens yeah. or constantly
0: make. being fed that we always have to be doing something like radically different, yeah, like, or be exceptionally great, like a prodigy from the get go, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly.
2: Or it you was know, like. And oh, what if yeah. I'm not that good yeah. at it? And then it's like embarrassing, mm. but it's like that's yeah it doesn't actually matter. So yeah. you well, know it's, it's I almost, like doing it. Yeah. But, um. Mm. Sorry. Okay. No. No. Um, but yeah. So I started doing singing probably more seriously, like when the band Tahini started, um, and I knew nothing about the industry or like no one really in it in New Zealand. Um, and I, yeah, even my family that are in it I don't really know mm-hmm. them that well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just found a bunch of amazing musicians through random areas. That I met one of them outside a bar, um, <laughs> Lucas. Mm-hmm. He's the founding, one of the founding fathers of Tahini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then me and Kay used to work together. Barney, I went to school with. Um, he's my. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was my Wided older... White Upper hard, I say. <laughs> yeah. There's only,
1: like, a few people who aren't from White Upper. I'm the only one actually, from Wellington. Actually, half the band
2: yeah. is, which is funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so Barney and I went to school together, and I met him at school. What am I saying? Um, <laughs> he was my older brother's friend, though, more uh. so, and they actually used to play in a band together. Um and so I was like, oh, he's like kind of the only person I know who plays the drums. Mm. I was like, he might, again, he might think I'm weird, like, if I hit him <laughs> up. Like, but then I was like, fuck it. Well, I don't know anyone else. Yeah. So mm. I hit him up because he was moving back to New Zealand um, after COVID and shit. And then he was actually keen and he came through and it was like instantly a vibe. And then, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was Lucas and Kay and Barney. And then, um, yeah, Chev, I met through my flatmate. Mm. And it turned out he's from the Wadarapa as well. <laughs> and him and my, his wow. mum and my dad used to gig together, like oh, play jazz gigs together, which is like wild. Water in the, yeah. the widened upper. Oh. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Um
1: And oh, then, in saying that, yeah. let's um, plug Shiv's mum, um, her band, the Raven Mavens. Yeah, Aww. they sometimes come down to the hut or like in the like Great and Wellington
2: region. Yeah, so
1: shout out to them because they're really cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, super talented. Um, him and his family. Um, and then yeah, and then it was. Alex, who's my friend from Melbourne, Um, Mm. well, he was one of the original people as well. He's gone back now and we've got a new Alex, who's (laughs) great. And then (laughs) (laughs) I'm more telling you about the band now, but whatever. Um, And then um, Rachel Andy, who I met at random at a festival. Mm. um, (laughs) In a jam tent. In a jam tent. Mm. She just gave me a microphone Um, because I well I saw her, I would have gone up to her probably pretty fucked up and been like, Oh my god, I know I her little music, (laughs) I love it. Like and then she's just like super lovely and like she I think I remember her being like, Come to this tent, we're like jamming. Like Mm. um and there was her and another musician, honestly, I was pretty like was on a bit of a level. But um she just gave me a microphone and I started singing and then we were like, Oh, we should jam together. I was Mm. like, Come play with Tahini. And then so she's been playing with us, which is amazing. Um, and, yeah, that's how I got into <laughs> music, I guess. Well, that's, that's definitely that, Tahini. the bands. Yeah, yeah. Well, but,
1: I, w- I want to know for you specifically, okay. though, what was the defining moment where you thought music is where I was meant to be? Not, not the future Sorry. things that you created. Yeah. No, which is, which is lovely. And thank you for that warm fuzzy. But for you, um, what was that defining moment?
2: Well, that's probably why I keep talking about the band because it would have been making music with you guys cuz mm. I like I'm like not really I've tried to make keep some music by myself like mm-hmm. and I just don't really like it. I'm like I like collaborating mm-hmm. and maybe that's because I don't like I just like I like singing and I like playing instruments and stuff, but I just don't actually it's not it's not really, like, mm. fun when it's mm. just you. I don't know, personally, I'm like, it's different. It's, mm. like, it's good. It's, like, healing or whatever. But I don't know, there's just something real special about collaborating with people um, who are like-minded and, like, I think that's... It's, like, kind of, like, finding your people mm. that are all in it for the same reason and then, like, being like, man, I've never had, like, this kind of, like, feeling about, like, something that I can make into a career. Mm. So, like, mm, you yeah. know? Well, especially, I guess, if it's... um you're kind of
1: and I mean mine too but your your first um, exposure into music is a band yeah. and and all the kind of facets so yeah. where you're not coming out completely solo no. from the from the go from the get-go so that yeah that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah yeah what is your I guess now we've got like a bit of a, a picture of how how you came to be what is the like if you could sum up in a sentence what is your goal and your mission in this industry um, I think
2: there's a few. Um, Me. I mean, obviously to be able to just like keep doing it forever. Mm. Mm. Um, and I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I really want to try and help create where I can like change in the way that like there's a lot of I don't know, you know. I mean, we all, everyone that's in the industry knows there's a lot of issues in the industry. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, just more. Equality, more people, I don't know, like, I think a big one is for, like, women in the mm. industry. I think we often, like, see each other as competition or we're, like, as in, like, every mm. other area of life as a woman, like, pitted against each other.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. When actually, mm. that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I think, like, like I said, I love, like, collaborating with people. So I think just, like, encouraging that kind of... Um, Vibe and like maybe you know, making us like a stronger community mm. as like women or like marginalized people so that it's not the same mm. fucking crusty old fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> people on dudes yeah. yeah. everywhere, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. Yeah. running shit. And it's like, mm. no, you know, no mm. offense, <laughs> like, yeah. well, some, but like, yeah, but yeah, no, like
1: well, it makes a lot of sense. Um, in your lyrics as well, they're very. Empowering or kind of bulldoggy like <laughs> lyrics, or you know, comeback lyrics. Where do you draw your inspiration from? Because obviously, mm-hmm. your if your mission and your your goal is to create this um, justice, I guess <laughs> it's more than equality, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Where does where do you draw your inspiration from?
2: Um, I think just having been through a lot of not great stuff personally um like wanting to I don't know it's kind of like I would like people who listen to my music or I don't know work with me or whatever to feel um a sense of like it's like reclaiming your power kind of Mm -hmm. thing and like um bringing other people with you Mm -hmm. like I guess yeah, a lot of it is like feminine rage. I guess is mm. probably a good way to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry it's like hard for me to put it put it into one thing, but um yeah, I just think there's a lot of like injustice in the industry and in society in general and I think that inspires me a lot to write about the stuff I write about um and kind of like vent my mm. anger in a healthier way. Yeah. Um and yeah, like I just want So it's like, I would like if I was 15-year-old me hearing how old I am, me's music, (laughs) um, to feel like, oh, fuck, like, I could do that. like Or I could, like, I don't have to be in this headspace. Mm. Like, it can get better or, I don't Mm. know, like, I can do great things. I don't know, I'm going on a weird...
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of personal backstory. To yeah, where which is why it's hard for me to explain. <laughs> yeah. So do you like? Do you want to tell us a little yeah, bit about, about that, that journey? Yep. Yeah. Um, that would make more sense. Mm. Um,
2: yeah. I guess I was really shy growing mm. up. Like when I was young, like painfully so. Um, and I also had ADHD, which wasn't mm. diagnosed at the time which makes a lot of sense now. Mm. Um, And I think I struggled a lot um, communicating, Mm. which I still do, clearly. (laughs) Um, And I then, like, got through, like, my teenage years, like early 20s, got into some pretty, like, bad relationships because Mm. also I just didn't know that they were bad necessarily Mm. until later. Um, And I think like going through some pretty painful traumatic stuff in relationships was like music was a really um, healthy way for me to like express that Mm -hmm. like or like almost like work through Mm -hmm. what happened without it being, I don't know, and and ground myself at the same time Mm -hmm. because I was really um, very disassociated like like a when I first met Kay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I literally, like, I was so unhinged. It's, like, Mm -hmm. embarrassing. But it's also, like, wow, I've come a long way and I, like, put heaps of that down to the music and stuff. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I was, like, I actually thought I wasn't real. Like,
0: Mm. it was,
2: like, pretty, I don't know, like, it sounds nuts, but Mm. I'm also, like, I, I would like anyone who's, like, going through something similar and hasn't heard anyone talk about that, know that, like, you can actually come out the other Mm. side of that because it's terrifying. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I used to, like, I'd be, like, pinching myself, Mm. like, throughout the day to check if I was, like, dreaming or not because I was just completely, I don't know, not in a great way. Mm. But, yeah, when I met Kay, I remember the first proper conversation I had with her. I was like, "Do you?" (laughs) well, I remember, yeah. (laughs) But I was, like, would have been, like, babbling on about how, like, oh, you know, does this ever happen to you? Where you, like, feel like you're maybe, like, not real or, like, you're, like, in a weird dream, like, all the time. Like, and she's like, no, not really. I, I think like, I remember that. That was in the, by the um coffee
1: machine. Yeah, yeah. at work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the
2: cafe. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I was in a pretty unhinged state mm-hmm. of mind when yeah. I got into music, and I don't feel that way now. And I put, mm. I mean, obviously, had to have therapy as well, but having, like, music, um as something to, like, channel all of this, like, fucked up brain Mm. shit into Mm. really, like, saved me in a lot of ways. Mm. And I think, yeah, so I think back to the question about what is my mission or goal Mm -hmm. um, is, like, I don't know, helping people find their power, I guess, and, like, not and trying. Because because you've done it. (laughs) Yeah, well, Mm. I'm still working on it, Yeah, yeah, of course. But. Yeah, and especially in this industry where women are often pretty vulnerable and we do get taken advantage of and, you know, there's a lot of yuck stuff that goes on. I think that's why I want to try and, like, create this Mm -hmm. or help encourage this community of where we actually all support each other rather than, like, try and compete because it's hard out Mm -hmm. here, man.
0: kind of examples of that competition have you seen in in the industry it's more like conversations I've had with Mm. other peers and stuff where
2: like for example I was teaching some of my mates who are in the industry as well um giving them a little bit of a DJ lesson yeah um and they were kind of both like wow like it's really like cool that you want to like do this because like there's not a lot of like doesn't seem to be a lot of like sharing knowledge between, mm. um, <laughs> <That's apologies. laughs> um, between women, and it's kind of like why mm. aren't we doing that? And I mm. think, um, and I'm sure there's other women doing that, but yeah, I think it's just like we're kind of we're not encouraged mm. to support each other. Mm. I guess like mm.
1: I, I, I see what you mean, and that yeah, there's not that. Well, there aren't. um Visible communities of that, and so mm. when people do mm. get given, you know, knowledge and knowledge shared by t- and to women, it's almost seen as like a luxury, mm. you know, yeah. that or, that happens, yeah. or you know, or that any any knowledge shared to yeah. shared to women musically.
2: Well, yeah. I Also, a friend tell me like that they had a few experience, oh, you know, like experiences of like playing in bands with other women where it kind of wouldn't work because maybe the other woman mm. was like intimidated by Mm. their like skill set or whatever Mm. but it's like it doesn't have to be like that it's like Mm. just because I don't know it's like we're not you have Mm. someone having more skills or knowledge than you doesn't take away from like what your Mm. like your value and Mm. stuff and it's like if we don't if we stop seeing it like that like um you know we could really like Mm. learn a lot from each other and stuff and like a I don't
0: know it's a really intense cycle hey because and it's, it's no one's fault in that sense because there's a mm. um, it's like a historical, it's like, like a generational society, yeah. wound yeah. there for us to be like there, there, you know, wasn't or like a lot of spaces for women um, in those areas. And so we have this like – innate cycle of like we have to compete because there's not yeah, a lot of space yeah. room which then for all of us yeah, yeah which then perpetuates the fact that there's not room yeah, for all yeah. of us yeah. and it's like but there totally up, is yeah cycle breaking stuff yeah. eh? and it's like
2: if we like banded together mm. then we can make the room because mm. you can't we're way more powerful you know like together than if we're all like I don't know mm. but yeah and it's also probably where the thing of me being intimidated by my like family members mm. who've like worked in the industry for years and stuff mm. who yeah I like, don't mm. really know like but like being like oh you know but they've already done it and like mm. they're amazing and like oh people might you know mm. it's like that's probably where that comes from being mm. like oh you know I can't like compete yeah <laughs> you know Again, like that word. I'm mm. like I'm not in competition with yeah. anybody like yeah. so why am I thinking like that yeah and like no one should be thinking like that yeah it's sad
0: I guess speaking of like barriers that you face as a as a woman in the industry I know that like you have always been in my in my mind and I'm sure lots of other people's minds as well like a very strong like leader figure in the industry where like Maddie gets shit done y'all like Mm. Maddie gets (laughs) shit done yeah (laughs) (laughs) can you like talk to us a little bit about what it's been like navigating leadership as a woman in this industry, particularly—I yeah. mean, like you front like a predominantly male band as well, mm-hmm. manage and, like, it, manage it, mm-hmm. um, also DJing in, in a space that is like predominantly occupied by men. Like, what is the what is that like? How do you do it? Yeah, how do you do it? I don't know. I don't
2: know. <laughs> um, I, don't know. I don't really like. I don't know. I don't really think of myself as like a big leader or anything like. But I guess it's just, like, I'm really stubborn and determined Mm. and it's, like, this is what I want to do with my life. So, like, I've also been always been quite hyper-independent, which is, like, not always a good thing Mm. because it often means I won't actually ask for help when I should. Mm. Um, I've talked about that with you Mm. before. But, um, yeah, I guess I... How do I navigate it? Um, I guess I just... I've always thought, like, I just need – if there's something I want to do, I need to – I know I can get it done. Mm. And, like, I've will yeah. So I'll just do it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And, it's, like, hard for me to, like, rely on other people, not because people are unreliable, but just because I'm – like, mm. I find it hard to trust people. Mm. But that's also something I'm working on because mm. I don't think you can do it by yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um And I think – Yeah, like, and if you try and do everything by yourself all the time, um, you actually just end up burning out. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, that's not Mm -hmm. a good thing. (laughs) Has your, like,
0: and, like, has your, maybe leadership's not the right word, but, like, in navigating those spaces and you being Mm -hmm. like, I want this thing, I want to get it done, has that ever been met with... Pushback back and like how did you mm. move forward um like not really actually like usually people are pretty You've heard it
2: here first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well or oh, not from like the like my band and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah. that you know like everyone's always real keen mm. for anything really mm. um we it's more just trying to coordinate like six or seven people was quite hard sometimes but um like I mean, yeah, we've, like, been turned down or ignored for sh- shit, like, heaps of times, like, but um, I just don't really care, like, not in a <laughs> not in a rude way, but yeah. just in a, like, well, like, the wor- I'm just, like, the worst thing that can happen by you reaching out to someone or, like, sending them music or whatever. Or, is or it, even sending them your fee. Or even sending them <laughs> your mm. fee <laughs> is that they'll say no or mm. say nothing. Mm. And it's, like, you're then still in exactly the same position, so it doesn't matter, you know, mm. it's, like you can't be worse off.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, um, so, yeah, I just don't really care if I get turned down or ignored or whatever. Like, I'm like, oh, well, you know, someone will appreciate it. Like, mm. Um, mm. well, I think
1: having your um, morals or your standards at a at a calibre that isn't just the bare minimum yeah. for mm-hmm. um, a starting musician or a starting group and actually being like, no, we're going to, like, Look at the bands we're working with. What are their like ethos? You know, what's their like? What are they about to the people and promoters? Are they you know? Do they work in good spaces? You know, things that if you if you start that from the beginning, and you that's a privilege to do as well mm. here in Wellington and with the um, with everything else. But I think having that for you as well, and having this kind of like backbone of like, no, I think we deserve this. I've seen that, and
2: and what you do, and how you. Yeah. Um, Navigate punky music Yeah I mean I've definitely Taken some gigs Or like Been paid less for Than Way less than mm. What I should have asked for Before like For sure mm. But That's all like learning Because I didn't know Anything about anything So like mm. I've learned slowly By doing that Like Oh that gig was a rip off Or like right. But at the time I Thought yeah. it was like Normal or whatever But um Yeah it's just like You You have to kind of Be okay with because I and I think initially I w- would have been found this harder or I did as being okay with like missing an opportunity mm. um because it's not doesn't meet your standards mm. or like yeah you're not okay with something that they're promoting or whatever even if it's a mean opportunity for you and you're like oh but like yeah. you know
0: or you think it's or you think it's a mean opportunity like it's presented really well to you yeah
2: mm. actually being okay with turning it down if it just doesn't feel right or you're not 100% mm. sure and knowing that like more opportunities will come mm. it's not going to that's not going to end your career yeah. or like by if, missing yeah. out on this one thing mm. and it's probably actually better for your mm. career because and for your like mm. soul yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah yeah like you will get offered to do things or asked to do things that don't really like yeah represent how do you, you know are.
0: Like how can you like if you get an offer or if you do a gig like how do you know either before or afterwards like that's not a good deal I you feel know? like that's experience based yeah it's
2: experience for sure I reckon. um
1: yeah talking to people yeah. getting – yeah but uh, and just to yeah um, add uh, – I yeah I think it's experience based because in at least what I've seen with um, Tahini is that we we're, we're like oh yeah I mean all these gigs coming through the email. Um, and then we look at it and we're like, oh, actually, we've done one similar to this, and or you know, like the mm. the um, pay versus the everything else that's going on at these events or that kind of thing. Does that is that for us or you know um, these other bands? Is there any you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. do they share our ethos? I guess repeating what I was saying well, to be honest. But. Yeah,
2: there's one um, particular gig. I don't think I can probably can't name the company or maybe product. don't name the company, um, but, but people might figure it out. This just reminds me, and this is also about like the whole competitiveness yep. thing. Like, um, where basically they the way they run the gig is like they want the musicians to promote the gig, and you oh, it's so hard to explain, but like that it's not, but. They want you to promote the gig mm. and on their website, you know, the ticket
0: mm.
2: sales, each of the people that are on the lineup are on there, and people buy a ticket based on who they're going mm. to see the gig for. Um, and so it's basically like the more tickets you can sell on your mm. link for mm. your band, mm. the more you pay you'll get. Mm. Um, so they're kind of pitting all the musicians against mm-hmm. each other, but and then they're, they're still they're, taking yeah, a huge cut of it. They're also selling tickets. As well, so, and they have a huge marketing
1: budget. So, yeah. if they sell tickets through their link, they get 100% yeah. of the
2: funds. So, mm. it
1: is a battle of the bands. Which is in some like, situation. again, the. Yeah. time. its, like, it's own willy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's quite a big mm. thing. But anyway, it's um, that is one particular gig of we said no to because mm. I was like, I actually don't agree with this and I don't like the concept mm. that you're pitting all of these musicians mm. against each other. To, for ticket sales mm. and guaranteeing none of them a fair fee
0: because
2: mm. um, it was also like, oh, if you don't think you can sell a certain amount of tickets, then don't say you mm. to the gig. So it's like, <laughs> you know, mm. like, yeah. what's that encouraging? Like, yeah. it's gross.
0: I guess I'd love to know, like, and I'm going to pose the question to both of you because you're both mm. in De- Tahini, and mm. Tahini's mm. done shit tons of gigs. So you guys do have that experience I'm, I, I don't want the listeners to like listen to this, and especially if it's a young musician out there, and they're like, oh, so I just have to do shit gig after shit gig after shit gig after shit gig. To figure it out, like is mm. that is that what we're telling people, or like are there things that you can do beforehand? Like for example, like figuring out your values as a band, if you're a band. Like, yeah. 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 Well,
1: I think I think in 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 this conversation that we're having, it is about like it's that experience of doing it and being like, no, that wasn't the go. There is there is that element, but I think everyone, especially in a band setting, not necessarily solo, you do have those influences and. Collaboration with other people and their morals and values, and if there, there are those conversations, you know, you can't. One person can't be like, right, we're doing this gig and no one has a say, you know. Yeah. So I feel like trust in yourself and your innate, you know, how you operate, and also, yeah, trust in your band. You know, you make mm. music, you have conversation with them, and well, you know, figure
2: out what you like, the people you're in a band with, or if it's just you, like, what is your minimum. For a gig, yeah. like fee that yeah. you uh, that's gonna be like, not just peanuts. Everyone gets paid, but yeah, everyone yeah. gets paid, but kind of reasonable to expect as music bands starting out, because obviously if you're just starting out, like, you kind of do need to like, yeah, people aren't gonna want to pay much if they don't know who you are yet, which is like sucks. But it, you know, like mm. you can charge more the more kind of of a following you've got, and like, um. Which even then it's like, yeah, mm. um, yeah. I guess it's working out what how much is reasonable for how many people are in your band, where you can pay everyone. Um, how big is the gig? How much money are they mm. making? Yeah. Like mm. logistically, yeah, yeah. Like it's diff- It's hard to say because it's different for every single gig because every gig's so different. Mm. And it's like, or if it's like a fundraiser gig for a real good cause, it's like some gigs where you're like yeah, we're not going to get paid for this, but, like, it's worth it because it's going to something mm. I care about. Mm. And, like, so, you know, there's, like, there's just
0: every gig's so
2: different. It's mm. kind of, like, you yeah, kind of have yeah. to case by case, mm. I guess.
0: How do you know, like, where to pitch your prices? And how do you know when it's time to change?
2: I mean, I still don't even really know how to do mm. it. I'm going to be straight up. Yeah. I, I was talking to another band um the other day about it because I was, like, we were asked to play this festival and they're on the same lineup. And I was like, look, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry if this is, like, weird to ask, but, like, how much do you think I should ask them to pay us? Because, like, mm. I don't really know. Like, um, and it can just be real hard to work out because you don't know what the, Festivals, budgeters, yeah, yeah. or like yeah. anything. Well, you don't.
1: You don't. That's also knowledge that you don't get given. It's not like they don't, a corporate yeah. sector where you know there are medians mm. of you know no. like and, and like, well, like you can in, in, Google in a the, job
2: title yeah. that says this exactly. is the yeah, and yeah. That's for the thing. This. Musicians, yeah, don't, there's no yeah. like normal. Yeah. There's no HR. There's yeah. no like. This is how much you get paid for mm. this job. Like it's mm. like mm. literally every. It's just negotiations. Mm. <laughs> like that's mm. what mm. it. Which is really fucking hard. Cause I'm not that good at negotiating, to be honest. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's just getting comp trying to be confident in what you're asking for mm. as well. And yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I
0: think asking people around as- you yeah, is, is a good idea. And like, also, like money is super weird. In particularly in New Zealand, people get really weird about they money. Do. But Mm. You know, the more that we talk about it, the less weird yeah. it gets, and like the more we could potentially kind of help that's each That's what other I out. would like yeah. to see as
2: well is like people being more transparent yeah. about that. Because like I don't give a shit yeah. if people ask me how much I got paid for something, yeah. I'll tell you. Like, yeah. Um, but it's like if there was more transparency mm. around that, then we'd all know whether we're getting ripped off mm. or not. Because it's mm. like yeah, totally. you could be on the same lineup as like all these other bands. I have no idea. We have no idea what they're getting paid, yeah. and they could get, be getting paid. Way more yeah. or way less, yeah. even if they're like the same kind of like, mm. you know, yeah. following as or genre or genre, like and you just don't know because mm. there's no guarantees, and there's no like mm. transparency mm. really around yeah. it, which mm. is like just kind of weird, honestly. Yeah. So it's
1: really weird. Besides talking to other musicians and things like that, what would you say to someone struggling to find that kind of um, confidence yeah. to? To do that because that's that's a really tricky thing. Yeah. Um, talk to talk to me, Maddie. Sorry. Yeah. Talk to Kayla, Madeline, and yeah. Isabel. That's <laughs> you, can you can message
2: me. Send us a DM. <laughs> you can send me a DM. I don't mind. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. I don't mind mm. if you know, like, message me. Mm. I'll mm. tell you whatever I can. But mm. yeah, mm. when it comes to money, like, honestly, that's it's just real hard and yeah. like confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you yeah. just have to. Yeah.
0: Mm. The thing that's also really confusing about money is like we don't – like if you were to sit down and actually break down how much to charge for Mm -hmm. a gig – Like it would be way way more, it would be way more because you would be, you would be like putting like pricing by hour and and then counting in the hour Yeah, you're not counting all the practice, and so like a real and times that by eight, like you're asking people for like realistically a lot of money. Yeah, so that in itself makes shit so much harder because you're like, oh, okay, so actually it should be this, but like actually it's, but there's no way, mm, but there's (laughs) no way that that's happening. So, like, how, how long? lower do I go I find it I find it such a conundrum
1: because that's I mean it's a whole love-hate relationship Mm. with the music industry right it's like you love to create and you love to make sound and do it with funky people Mm. but it's that it's so hard when yeah it's not it's Mm. not a um like fully like Mm. cookie cutter job and you have to kind of like it's in society, there are some areas where it's just deemed a kind of luxury thing. So when you, some people say you're like, oh, well, you know, if you say that you're a musician, in their minds, there's only a few certain types of people that come to, that you know that come yeah. to mind. There's either the you know, like let's say the Michael Bubler
0: mm.
1: of you know artists. Um, um, there's the you know, like the busker, mm. and then there's the kind of yeah, like there's no kind of just general. Mm. I don't know. Not, not mm. that there should be a general musician trope, or there should be no tropes, yeah. but there's it's it's deemed as a luxury in terms of things that people need. But everyone loves and wants
2: creativity, mm. and everyone, especially yeah. music. They just don't really want to pay us for it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. and it's also sucks because it's such an expensive thing. To, like, mm. there's so no expensive. way that I've made. Yeah even broke even what I've invested in doing this Mm. versus what I've been Mm. paid but we love it but we keep doing it because you know you don't want to do anything else Mm. Yeah, which is kind of why it's easy to take advantage of people Mm. because if it's their passion they're going to do it anyway Mm. Um, which is yeah that frustrates me a lot
1: question is, what kind of really cool things have you seen in the music industry? We've kind of, we went a bit dark and went to like, you know, the crux of the things that
2: really irk us. What are some really neat things that you see? Especially in Wellington, I see a lot of, like, actually the community is here is real supportive, um, which is cool. Um, Like, I've like, definitely run into musicians here that I like, look up to and been like, real shy to be (laughs) like, hi, like, and then they're like, super Chill about it and like you know I'll be like oh sorry like you know I just yeah like, but um but it's real cool because you like meet people that you look up to and they're just like super lovely mm-hmm. and like don't think you're a freak for like fangirling a little bit you know like mm-hmm. um and also like a lot of support from um other industry people like Tash from mm-hmm. Radioactive Startup. She's oh. Yeah, she's Freaking a legend. A gem
1: of a human mm. being. Yeah. Radioactive and short cross labels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, And, yeah, there are some, you know, like aside from, you know, there's some men in the industry that are doing like really good mm. things and like definitely contributing to like trying to change mm. the way things are, mm. um, which is really nice to see. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, nah, there's a lot of positive stuff as well. Um, especially in the Wellington community, I think, but I mean, I don't really know any mm. other community because this is only, you know, like. But yeah, I imagine it's the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of positive as well. Right, mm. mm.
0: man, that's been coming up a lot recently. And in, in my, I feel like in my head is like this constant like, and we were talking about it with Vera as mm. well. Is this constant like light and dark and the struggle yeah. of like. Like it is, uh, uh, yeah. and it's, and even that is t- tiring. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm exhausted even just by going from the extremes of like, oh, but I can't live without this. Oh, but also, it also takes a yeah, lot yeah, out of you. Yeah, The yeah. highs so are it really high, me. but
1: it exhausts me. The lows me. are really yeah. low. <laughs> how, do,
0: how do we do it? No, yeah, no, I don't completely. know. Like, how do we? How do we find some kind of homeostasis? Yeah, well? yeah.
1: Well, also, I think, yeah, how do and like. Ask, we'll ask around. What what do we think can be done to like, yeah, change the narrative of those
0: Ooh. darker things? Oh,
2: um, I don't think you can change the narrative of them. We just need to change them, you know. Well, yes. like, yeah, 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 like yeah, it's facts, it's but I think it's like, how do we change it? Like, you know, from the ground up because it's yeah, we're not gonna do that if we're all just like focusing on our own little yeah yeah community
0: yeah totally I heard someone else say to me the other day who's in the industry and they were like man the pop sector is so organized I was like what like what (laughs) What does that mean (laughs) no absolutely not yeah like not yeah like (laughs) I feel like sure there is some kind of level of organization Mm -hmm. and there are organizations but I feel like if we're talking about um, you know, trying to find some level of balance. I think there needs to be a lot more organization on mm. our own levels. Of mm. the, even that thing of like, how do you know how to charge for a gig? Like yeah. that, like that piece of information. Yeah, already yeah. takes away mean? a huge Just, mental load.
2: Yeah, like sharing knowledge. Like, and I think, yeah, like it'd be cool to see like bands with like, you know, who are like pretty well known mm. or or artists who are well known like. Maybe, you know, sending down some knowledge to the... Yeah, yeah. I want to start a mentor program. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah that will be so cool, so you know? things
1: like that which aren't just, a, like, in small, you know, doses or, like, yeah. a two-week workshop. And I feel like, mm. not in the same respect, but you did um, Making Waves Aotearoa.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I just, oh, just actually yeah. That's a really good example of, of a some, really cool yeah. thing. that I, just, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot about, about Talk that. about yeah, Making Waves. I don't know how I forgot about that because yeah. it was so good. Um, it was a... Uh, Like, it was free, um, Mm. and it was just, like, a workshop, two-day workshop of um, all these amazing female Mm. musicians, producers, just, like, sharing knowledge, which is, like... Mm. So, yeah, when I I say that needs to happen more, I'm not saying it's not happening, because it it is, is. Mm. but I think, like there needs to be more support from mm. like I don't know the government or like you know <laughs> <laughs> Pull up, right? yeah. come on man like really
1: the, the 1%
2: come shines some light
1: speaking oh, yeah, of Peter Jackson
0: actually.
1: and I'm um, giving some giving some dollars to mm. making a new studio yeah but
0: see I disagree I think it actually starts on our own level oh no like, I, oh, I, I think, I think yeah. it can it starts be all with us showing up
2: well, yeah, yeah, but I think like those
0: small little wa- yeah, ways yeah. that then accumulate into like a bigger yeah. wave. I know? think I think it's both sides because you yeah. can't just like if we're
1: doing that everything. I mean, everything's grassroots because that's where the like the purpose and the co-popper come mm. from and the kind of the rallying together in community. But like, for the most part, they're still going to be looking for funding because they can't do that mm. full time or look for you know like there's mm. the accessibility or the of and the resources aren't funded for those kinds mm. of things. So it's mm. both. It's it's the need, mm. obviously, of this, of these, of this, like, Ropu and of this group, but it's also, yeah, it I goes hand in
2: hand, I think. The other thing is just, like, welcoming people who mm. are starting out into mm. the industry, not, mm. like, making them feel like, you know, just because they're new to it, they don't belong here, mm. or they're, like, I think that's a big thing because I think,
1: well, I think that's more of, like, a self-narrative that a lot of people think about and, like, well, yeah, anxiety but it, towards. But that's I don't, the thing. You know.
2: People are probably all thinking that because we yeah. all feel but like that. But it's not true. Like, so, no like, one, yeah, yeah. just encouraging people to mm, try it mm, if that's what they mm, want to pursue and that they're going to be, like, received warmly, you know, like, mm, by their peers yeah, totally. and not shut down just because, you know, they maybe don't know much about yeah. it or, or yeah. you know, like.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, making it okay, like, these spaces okay to, like, get up and... If you fuck up, then that's fine.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about you because you obviously you're in Tahini Bikini, you're in Sigwalder and Sorry, Friends. What's
0: Tahini Bikini? Just mm-hmm. just a
1: really like really small band, just pretty yeah, niche, yeah. yeah, real niche. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, but you've obviously you you founded that and things like that. But you've um, you've gone out and done solo projects or worked with worked with other people. Um, how did you go about that? Um, I just hit Cause, people up because that's on quite a Instagram. scary thing. If we're if we're on this chat about you yeah. know being like oh I don't know if they'll accept me or you know or not accept me but you know feel well luckily
2: my impulsivity and my ADHD mm. <laughs> does yeah. things before ADHD my ADHD for the um, win sorry before my anxiety can catch up right yeah. so I've already sent a message to someone who I'm like <laughs> I want to work with them like or like that'd Paul's be so already- fun before I get anxious about it, <laughs> mm. like, and then after I'm like, oh, my God, why did I do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> embarrassing. But then most yeah. of the time they've been like, fuck, yeah, like, let's do something, and I'm mm. like, oh, thank God, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've been working with this guy, Leon, from Auckland, who's a really cool producer. Um, sorry, i was clicking my fingers. That's really gross. <laughs> right um, <in> <laughs> ASMR. Um, and I just literally... One of his songs came up on, like, suge- you know, how sometimes you get suggested things on mm-hmm. a reel or something, and I thought it was cool. And I saw that he produced it, but it wasn't his vocals. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe he, like, needs vocals for stuff. So I just messaged him, and he was like, yeah, mean. So, yeah, like, just sliding people's DMs, but, like, you know, mm. respectfully. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, again, it's like the worst that can happen is they're going to think you're weird and ignore you or be, like, not keen, and that's fine, like you know mm. back to square one this one. um <laughs> you
0: know I just like can't relate because I <laughs> I am I'm an I'm I'm gonna speak on behalf of all of the anxious like people who worry about things mm. beforehand like yeah. we did you did you learn how to be this confident or like initially confident or it's or actually have you just not, been this way
2: I don't even know if you can call it confidence it's just like it's just weird it's like someone else takes over it's like this weird impulsive like I just get really overexcited mm. about the idea of something and then I don't even like consider that it might be like kind of weird for me to hit this random person up <laughs> until after I've done it so it's like
0: yeah.
2: I'm like oh my god that'd be so sick like you know like and yeah. then I'm like
0: maybe I should have thought about that
2: maybe I shouldn't have done that <laughs> no. like I need to learn mm. but it, for so far it's, it's not it's not been a problem but yeah. like I think I just, sometimes I have to, like, I need to, like, sit and just wait for, like, a day before I send this email or this message and, like... Just think on it. Think on it, mm. but I can't do it.
1: <laughs> like, Maybe yeah. one day, but, I mean, if it's served you well...
2: Yeah. Then... So far, so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's, like, weirdly, like, a fear of um, dying. Sorry, it's really dark. Um... <laughs> Kendrick. Like <laughs> something, you know. I think maybe it's because I started doing this when COVID was a thing. So I'm like, at yeah. any minute, mm, I might not be able to do happen. the thing that yeah. I love. So like, fuck it. Like I'm gonna go, even if I embarrass myself. Like I'm gonna hit up people that inspire me and like that I would love to like collaborate with. And yeah, worst case is like they'll be like I'm this weird girl, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: no. I feel like I have an in between um, of of you two. Like oh, I, I, okay. I'm an I'm an anxious yeah. person. Um, but yeah, and I sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, mm. that that wasn't finished. Or like, you know, yeah. like, like if I go and make something, mm. I'm like, oh, that wasn't finished. But I was so excited by it. Yeah, I mm. should have, you know, I should have probably thought about it. But then the rest of the things yeah. that I'm creating or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold on to that. I'm gonna mill it. But then it goes to the other extreme of being like, I'm going to sit on it for so long or Mm. edit it so much. And it's that that thing of, you know, like you just got to let it go sometimes and like it's done. You can't can't keep thinking that, you know, there's more to do. Sometimes it is just done. And I think that also comes down to like, I want to say peer review, but like without the scholarly sense of it, just having your mates listen to something and being like, if you Thoughts like, it, it's good like enough, you yeah. Know? But yeah. I think also in that, like, giving context, being like, "This is done," like, so, like, don't make me change everything. Yeah. But like, you know, like here, Be is tender. that like, is it done? <laughs> is <laughs> question
0: mark. <laughs> is it done? But like, don't give me any more. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't give
2: me too much. Like, yeah, yeah. So I think it's just, I think it's just whatever. Like, I just get way too excited about shit, and then I don't think about the other feeling until after. But it's the same way that. I also feel the same way when I'm angry about something. So mm. I will mm. I'll call people out on shit or like yeah. I can be pretty like <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Blunt.
2: Yeah, like just I'm pretty outspoken about the shit that I care about mm. and if I see something or hear something fucked up, I will say something and because I'm like injustice yeah. like, or whatever, you know, and then mm. but then later I'll be like Yeah, (laughs) you know, but yeah, I feel like I like that about myself, but it can be um a lot.
1: Mm. No, well, I feel like all the things you've just described—that's a lot of emotional labour, um, on all different edges and sides and of the spectrum. Um, how do you like, especially like being just if you if you're in an anxious state or just a vulnerable headspace? How do you navigate it then if you're you know past that?
2: Um, That ADHD point. Truly not super well. Mm. Um, I've had a lot of (laughs) (laughs) meltdowns. Yes, yeah. um, Like a lot of meltdowns. But I have really good friends and like people around me who understand (coughs) how my brain works. And it's like they kind of probably know when it's happening before I do. (laughs) Um, Looking at you. But... um, yeah, I kind of it's like I like ramp myself up and I'm so excited or whatever the emotion is, kind of emotion is, and that's like all I can think about. And then it kind of comes to a head. I have a meltdown. I go off the radar for like a week, and then I come back, sort of reformed,
1: healthy, and and probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> And probably with some lyrics, to be honest. And yeah, but you yeah, know, it's usually not a good tune. No, well, well, that's the thing. Usually yeah. a song comes out of it. Do you know what I was thinking about actually? Because we did mm. Fever Dreams, which was like a ten song album, was yeah. it?
0: Alright, eight, eight
1: eight, sorry, not ten. Shut up, Kay. I um think. it was an eight song album, but that came kind of out of nowhere. We were like we had only been sitting on those songs for about a year, maybe, but they all came in such concession. And I think that was it was in peak of my rage. It was it was like, peak of no, like and they just like lyrically, yeah, they're all Well, I haven't been able to write anything
2: for like a little while because I haven't been angry about anything. Oh yeah. n- no. Which is yeah. weird. I've tried to write I tried to write like, you know, like happy Not that our songs are, like, sad or anything, but, you know, they're, like, not about, like, happy, like, summery, I don't know. But it's, like, I would try and write something like that. I have written, like, one time a real corny song, and I regret it with my life, but... No, oh, think about Blue Skies, though. Oh, yeah, Blue Skies Skies is good. good. But it's still sort of a bit sad, but... Mm. um, (laughs) But, yeah, I think I kind of write it out by, like, just, like, going on a manic lyric writing spree. And then as soon as I'm fine, I can't write for a Mm. while. So... When I have a meltdown, is sort of... Productive? Productive. Yeah. Even then.
0: <laughs> okay. I feel yeah. like... A productive feel, meltdown.
2: Yeah. I feel like you have other... Um, it's like, you know the meme? Sorry, okay. With the guy, and he's got all the bits of paper and the, like, string on the wall, and he's got, like, a oh from, from um, Oh, from It's Sunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Robbie's nodding. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. basically how I navigate... When I'm in a vulnerable space mm. or having a <laughs> meltdown,
0: but that's like mm. a a release of like yeah. the pent up tension. I feel like yeah everyone everyone needs some kind of release, right? Yeah. And like music's great because that is also that is a release. But also, I feel like when you're a musician and music becomes, I don't like the word the term work, but like at times it is. Mm. You know, it's like you can't have all your eggs in one no, basket. Sometimes sure. yeah. you know, so it's like fine – other ways that you can yeah. um, release tension, maybe a boxing class. Yes. Yeah,
2: It's a good shout because you know, especially when it comes to DJing, because yeah. that's what I do predominantly and pay the bills, I actually don't – I really don't listen to m- very much music mm-hmm. now, like in my spare time because mm. I guess because of that, it's not because yeah. I don't enjoy listening to music, but it just kind of like – like, I guess, you. I mean, your ears get fatigued like, yep. and you just kind of a, like, I just need – silence Mm. for like a bit which so it's like yeah it's good to have other things so you don't get like not that I'd ever get bored of music but Mm. like it doesn't I don't know become too overwhelming yeah
0: well it's it's a relationship right and if you think about like a relationship with like another person whether that's like a friendship or a romantic relationship but even like if you have this one person and you go to that one person with absolutely mm. everything, yeah. they're gonna like, get over it. They're gonna get yeah. overwhelmed and also there's gonna be resentment because they're not always going to react in the way that you want them to. Yeah. Right. And that's why we have different friends or different people that we go to for different reasons. And it's the same mm. with like creative relationships. Yeah. And like your relationship with music versus with yeah. yourself, mm. you know? And that's definitely
2: a good Point on like mm. asking for help or sharing mm. the load if you're yeah. in a band, especially because I was, I used to be really bad at that and I'd get really resentful even though I literally hadn't even told anybody that I like needed any help. So it's mm. like, how are they yeah. going to fucking know? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, or yeah, it's like you can't be mad at someone for something they have no idea about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: you completely. know, like, completely. Well, I think that it also helps with inspiration too yeah. if we go and like, a little bit, a little bit that way. I'm just here to bring back the light, you know? Bring back I'm the like, light. it's good having different
2: being creative. Negative.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> We're here for awkward, vulnerable, and honest conversations. conversations. And this is my way conversation. Um, <laughs> um, and it's yeah, that like that also helps with inspiration. And like yeah. especially when you're in like a block yeah. and you're in one creative space yeah. or creative relationship, and you're like, "Oh, there's like it's not working right now. i need I need either time from that or to be in a different creative space mm. or have a different creative outlook, and then it can kind of swing around sometimes, yeah, and, you know yeah,
2: like it's like if you're having writer's block or you're feeling like I'm not feeling inspired whatever the best thing to do is just, like, lean into that feeling Mm. and not get stressed about it because it Mm. will come back. But it's, Mm. like, you can't force it. It's, like, just go do something else until Mm. something happens where you're, like, oh, like, I Mm. I can write about that. Like Make a rap, have some pasta, come back to it. But sometimes it's, like, weeks or months. Mm. And it's, like, as long as you don't freak out about it, it will Mm. come back. It's, like, yeah, you can't – because you can't constantly be creating. Like, you just actually can't.
0: I go through about stints of, like, two years. Mm. <laughs> that's all right. Like, that's your, that's yeah, your cycle. Yeah, you know? yeah. But then you'll have two years of productivity. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I, yeah, I usually pop out the other side and yeah. write, like, mm. shit tons in a year, and then I won't do anything for two years. And
2: mm. But then you've got a year's worth of... It's because you're culminating subconsciously, yeah. Yeah. and then it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Out, you know?
0: Exactly. So, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever floats your boat. Mm. Yeah. And, I
1: mean, for you, I guess doing... Being a DJ at night slash early mm. hours of the morning to mm. being in a band yeah, yeah. being the lyricist of that one band then being a drummer mm. in another band. Mm. Those are three different ports of yeah. creativity. So, you know, there's some, yeah. there's some
2: room, I guess. So if you have yeah. a few things going on, it's good. Mm. Because, yeah, anytime I can't write any lyrics... You just smack it out of the just, drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, yeah or I just... Mm. Or I focus on, you know, like finding new music for my mm. DJ stuff mm. or, yeah, just,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was something that um Old Mate Bass has a... Was talking about how he was who's like Hazzard? Harry. Oh God! <laughs> when he said,
1: on my bass," I was like, "Yeah, who's it? Yeah. I, I thought bass Harriet. Bestie. To be honest, that's the Harriet. Anyway,
0: <laughs> but he was talking about how like um, he was, you know, hard hardcore jazz schoolman, mm-hmm. but then also in a bunch of other bands. And like, whilst he was having to do all these real hectic practice for jazz standards, he could go and like still be productive by playing bass. But it was in a genre that was totally different and like yeah. scratch a different itch, you know. So it's yeah. like. If you ever, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but do you like feel that guilt of like, oh, I'm not, I'm not practicing, yes, yeah. or like I'm not doing the yeah, thing, yeah. and it's like, do we need Doctor Doctor Hickey? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like prescri- you know?
1: I'm prescribing every listener at least one pickup of your instrument or one, yep. um, mm. hum, one yeah, one hum, one sentence from your pen. Yeah, that's that's this week. yeah, this week prescribed by each week prescribed by Doctor Hickey. Alright, do you, okay. Also, a question: Do you guys know the like? the kind of reference behind
0: that. Absolutely not.
1: So there's Dr. Doctor Ropata was on Shortland Street. Oh. And yeah. that's Timu, um, That's Timura Morrison. And he also played... Um,
2: mm-hmm. I know the
1: reference. Um, and he he, he actually did want to Warriors and he was a heke. And so oh. it's, I, I kind of merged it together so it's not quite the same reference. But anyway, if um, any of my, like, 90s fam or... Um, OG Maldi people, um, <laughs> they will know. <laughs> just shout out to just the don't OG Maldi people. Out just there. like if, if you understand the reference, don't call me death. That's all I ask. <laughs>
2: Kōrero kiu. Kōrero
0: kiu. just, for, just you. for you.
1: All right, so you, you, you know, you, you understand, you, you know what's going on, yeah. Yeah. Alright Okay cool Four questions for you today
2: Yeah First question If you weren't a musician What would you be? I think I would be Or would be trying to be Which at one point it was Trying to be A tattoo artist mm-hmm. um, Yeah Creativity everywhere Yeah Alright second question
0: Okay You're playing a gig Who else is on the lineup?
2: Oh man <laughs> I hate this question <laughs> Because there's so many people That I would love to have on the lineup. up Give um, um, three Okay Um off the bat, sure, boy. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sophia McRae, oh. mm-hmm. and Rachel Andy in her band. Oh. Yeah, but then
0: she can also play with us. What a fucking great lineup! I'd go to see that show.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, third Next question. What's something you'd say to a younger Maddie coming into music?
2: <gasps> Calm the fuck down, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah, I would say trust in the process um, and don't feel like you can't do it just because, I don't know, people might think Mm -hmm. it's weird that you're trying to be a musician because it's not really that weird.
0: (laughs) Cool. All right. Good yarn. Last question. What do you most want to see for the future of the music industry? Um, I would like to see more safe spaces
2: For women, um, and I would like to see more. I would love to see some more of the men in the industry help speak out on issues um, that affect Mm. women and like show their support because Mm. we don't see there's a lot of it's quite quiet often in that Mm. space. Um, Yeah, I would love to see that because it's kind of like this is a. You know, a lot of the emotional labor on trying to solve these issues is on the people if is, that are affected by it the most, and that's not right. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that I would love to see. Um,
1: Aye. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Kiana. All right. Bonus question. Oh. What fruit would you bear? <laughs>
0: um, probably banana. I knew you were gonna say banana. I had a premonition in my brain. What does that I was mean? like, "Why she, she's gonna be a banana? Why am I a banana? Because
2: I'm banana."
1: Well, I asked you because you're fruity,
2: anyway. That's that's why. I don't know. I just really <laughs> like bananas.
0: Anyway, so. <laughs> This episode of Awkward Talks is brought to you by Bananas. Thank you all for joining us this week. Thank you, Maddie, for also joining us. Um, Thank you for your kōrero, and I appreciate your time and also your knowledge. And we appreciate everyone listening in. Make sure you head over to our Instagram, give us a cheeky follow. Also, let us know what you think of our episodes. Tell us what you're vibing with, what you're not vibing with. Um, We're here to kind of support conversations that you guys want to engage with. So, yeah. Oh right. well, um, do you have anything,
1: any final words, anything that's coming up for you in um, week or two?
2: We do have a gig with Shoreboy and Sophia McRae um, mm. on the, the 30th yeah. of September. Mm. I did have an agenda before when I said that.
1: I wondered, <laughs>
2: but cool. Rachel yeah. will be there in our band. Mm. Come see us all.
1: <laughs> no cool. Alright. Well umihan thank you um so much for coming in
2: and speaking your truth. Hi. Kyoto. Kyoto. Oh, can I just say one more thing? <laughs> Go on. Yeah. If I sound really nasal, it's because I have a sinus issue. This is not my normal speaking. All right, voice. audience
1: members, you heard it here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>